Hey y'all, this is Trevor Perkins. And I'm Cassie Lynn Wells. This is music like a lady. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Music Like a Lady. We apologize that we've been MA for a while, but we've had some amazing opportunity arise us in the last few weeks. We're super excited to be back and we're super excited to bring you four talented female artists of all genres. Katie Rose, Kate Hastings Band, Brooke Alex, and Avalon Cali. We're super excited to be bringing you these interviews with talented musicians from all genres. These girls digged and killed CMA Fest this year, and we're super excited to be wrapping up season one of Music Like a Lady with these talented artists. And be on the lookout because Music Like a Lady will look just a little differently. We'll feature one artist per episode to make sure that they get the most exposure as possible. And that will be on season two of Music Like a Lady. We won't give any hits yet, but stay tuned on our social media pages. That will say at the end and you'll be able to see what's going on with Music Like a Lady. Until next time, stay tuned for the interviews with the talented female. Hey guys, this is Katie Rose, and you're listening to Music Like a Lady. Hey Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Um, I first wanted to dive in and talk about your new single, Bleed. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the inspiration behind the song and how it came to be? Thank you so much. Also, my pleasure. Um, yeah, I released Bleed a couple months ago, and the... <laughs> I mean, the song's basically just about being a jerk. Um, it's about, I, I, you know, I felt at the time when I was writing it that there are so many love songs out there and that's such a, you know, a common theme. And why not write uh, a love song or a song about a relationship on, you know, the opposite side? You know, there's not a lot of songs about just not acting with grace through a breakup just hanging on to a relationship and not even really breaking up with somebody because you just don't care enough. That's sort of what the song's about. And I kind of just sat in the studio and was playing around with different ways to twist uh, relationship songs, basically. And that's sort of how it came to be. That's awesome. So you're working on a new EP set to release in 2018. What can you tell us about this EP? EP, what can fans expect? Oh, I'm really excited about it. I've been working on it for so long, and it's going to be, you know, obviously as a human being, an artist, really amazing to put it out there, but um, I'm really excited to hear what the fans that have followed me since I was 14 or 15 have to say about it, because I feel like we've kind of grown up together. Um, so... Basically, I'll be releasing another single around March, and within those songs, I'm releasing a song that I did with the band called The Two Cellos, which will be, it's kind of a nice bonus track in there. Um, yeah, I don't want to give away too much of the actual song, <laughs> but it's, it'll yeah. go, you know, obviously, if you like the production and vibe of Bleed, then I think you'll like the other songs. Awesome, awesome. Well, besides music, I mean, you say you travel all across the world. Where's your favorite place that you've traveled to, and what experiences that have you drawn to that to put into your musical career? Mm. Uh, well, I just moved and settled in France. So I would say 
Paris and places around France are my favorite. And that's why I decided to kind of put down some roots for a little while. I have been bouncing around and traveling for most of my life since my parents were touring musicians and I started touring so young. But uh, particularly in the last five years, I've been really moving a lot. So I would say Paris. So I'm here now. And I think traveling is something I love so much because it forces you to really stay in the present moment and uh, be aware of what's going on around you now. Because especially when you're traveling alone, you have to be completely, you know, just there and aware or else you'll get lost or, you know, whatever, something might happen. Um, So in that way, writing is, you know, something I've done to stay grounded. And, you know, you, you have different experiences. And I'm, you know, I feel really fortunate to know so many people in different places. And uh, you see that the human experience, uh, everyone is so unique, but we're all sort of going through this thing together. So that is something I bring to the music, definitely. Awesome. So what advice would you give um, other female musicians trying to find their voice in the music industry? I think the biggest advice I would give is to completely be sure that before you go into this and really commit to this, that A, you really want it. And that's advice I would give to any artist. You don't have to be a a female, you know, to make sure you really want this because you're going to have to work really hard um, and be very driven. But, you know, specifically for a female, uh, yeah, I would say, you know, really know who you are uh, and what you'll put up with, what your boundaries are. And, you know, don't, don't listen. You're going to hear a lot of times that you have to be, for somebody to listen to your music, uh, people, girls are going to have to want to be you and boys are going to have to want to date you. That's something I've heard a lot in the music business, which always really made me angry. Um, so I would say, you know, don't listen to that. You just brush it off and you stay true to who you are you're making music you know to empower to empower people to be themselves not to want to be yeah and i i couldn't agree more what you say because you find all these songs and now it is so cool um because over the past year you see more and more females coming out of the box and they're wanting to be heard and they're really going all in to be heard and they're devouring their heart into these songs and releasing songs that show their vulnerable side. And so I could not agree more with what you just said. Um, so thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. And to wrap up this interview, can you tell our listeners where they can follow you at? Because I'm sure by the time yes. they this, they've already fell in love as much as I have and want to follow <laughs> yeah. you on Oh, fab. Well, I am all over that Internet and all the, the social medias. Um, everything, I think almost everything is at Katie Rose Music. So Instagram at Katie Rose Music. Uh, Facebook is at Katie Rose Music, or Katie Rose Music Official. There's a Tumblr. There's katierosemusic.com. Um, there's a Katie Rose Music Twitter. So all of, all of those places. I can be followed, and Spotify, of course, if you want to listen to Bleed and watch the video on YouTube. Perfect. Well, you heard her, guys. Go check her out. She's amazing. And thank you guys so much for taking time to listen to Music Like a Lady. Hey, guys.
for being on our podcast today. I know it's been a little crazy for us. Yeah, we're excited too. And I've been hearing a lot of buzz about you and your band. So first and foremost, I kind of want to talk about why you named it Kate Hasing Band and not just like your name. Um, well, first of all, it's, sorry, I have a little bit of a cold. Um, it's not just me. This idea kind of came about um, with three other guys that I play with consistently and um, one of them specifically is Josh Beal he's in a lot of the pictures and his whole idea we're, we're looking to add a couple more members this year um, there's a lot of changes going on but basically the idea was why has no one done that why is there the Zach Brown band you know why why is there why hasn't that space been created for a woman and the result of that which has been really cool is um people are really receptive to book us um it's just led to a lot of really positive things and it leads to that question a lot to be honest yeah because you don't hear it you don't hear like because you always hear of the front man being a guy but you never hear of a of a lead of a band that has a lead female like vocalist and stuff like that's the leader of the band the is so female right now, especially in country music. I mean, you're watching Carly Pierce and Lauren Elena. You know, these guys are getting number ones finally again. Um, Maren Morris just got her first number one. And so, you know, I just think um, we, had, we had won a songwriting contest through NSAI, and one of the publishers there was talking to Josh about the band, and he's like, you know, he's like, you're in the best position you can be in because I would, I would want to be in a band with a girl right now with the way that everything's changing. He's like, there's just so many guys out there that are sounding the same, and you're hearing these women that are coming out with all these different sounds, and really, like, even when Carly Pierce, her recent single, Every Little Thing, went to number one, it was a huge shock, because it's more of a, you know, a slow-tempo slow breakup song. So, you know, it's just, the only rules that seems right now are that there are no rules. So we're really trying to just do us and do something different. So that's awesome. So that leads into my next question. Um, your song "Behind the Bleachers." I listened to it before this interview, and it is. I love the song. I, I mean, it's Thank such you. a good, relatable song, and it fits really anybody who's looking just for a song to um, sit back and enjoy. So, can you tell our listeners the inspiration behind the song, and what was it like filming the music video? Well. So a couple of things, that song, it's funny because Josh was homeschooled, so I had told him, and I write almost all of my songs with Josh exclusively, and I was saying, you know, I, I had had this high school experience, and I was like, you know, like, I feel like Behind the Bleachers is just something everyone has experienced, and at first, you know, there were a lot of jokes because we are like, oh, this just sounds so dirty, but Josh had been homeschooled, so he came at it with kind of a fresh set of eyes and so we wrote it I mean I think it took us like a day um it was one of the fastest songs we've ever written because we literally just pulled everything from my high school experience and then I bounced it off Josh he added the you know he built the chord structure and so it happened pretty fast filming the video we filmed it with um, a guy named Nish Gilman and he um he, it, the editing for it actually won a an Emmy. So that's one like a lot of people don't know. That doesn't happen apparently a lot in music videos. It did this time. We got super lucky. We tried to mirror kind of like 
a younger me with me and the experience. And so my cousin is actually the girl in it. Oh my gosh, that's really cool. Isn't that fun? And, you know, of course, like, I'm the only one in my family super into theater, super into music. So there was hesitation on her part. Like, (laughs) you know, that's a nerve-wracking experience. There were about, I think, 2,000 people there. Oh, my Um, gosh. Yeah, and that's what you don't see, which was crazy. And then towards the end, we had wanted people to stay. But what ended up being one of the coldest nights on record that year in Ohio. So while we're filming that stage scene, it's raining. And I think, I mean, it was something crazy the weather by the time we left it was turning into snow where did so, you um film it in ohio we filmed it in Springfield, ohio back at northwestern high school which is actually where we got to do it at my high school because i'm i'm actually from cleveland ohio so yeah small world i uh there's two springfields though is it the one by dayton or the one by like youngstown it's the one by dayton i do know what you mean Okay, okay. Yeah, that's really cool. Ohio is a cold time, a cold area. <laughs> yeah, but it was just like, oh, you got to be kidding. And they had had warm weather apparently that whole other week. Because it's bi- so, Ohio's yeah. bipolar. Right, the, one, the only thing that you can trust is not to trust the weather in Ohio. <laughs> exactly. Well, how was it, though, filming that at your high school? Like, what a throwback like you were reminiscing the whole time was that weird for you no I think I think it could have been there was I think the overwhelming amount was how many people came because we had advertised pretty well for it so that was a little overwhelming but really it's it's funny now how like when you get in kind of I call it band mode you know when we have things to do when we have interviews when we play a show or something you're just it's so micro focused on the product and you know, like, you just, I don't know if after you do it so long, you know, you just get tunnel vision. And so I, I don't even think during it, I thought much about how significant and how awesome it was because I was just so nervous and focused. So now looking back, I'm like, wow, that was a really cool experience. And it just went by so fast. I can't believe we got to do that. But, you know, when you're in it, it's just the constant focus is like, let's get this done. Let's make the best product we can make. I can't agree more. That is um, an absolutely cool concept. I'm from Iowa, um, and you know okay. the weather changes, so yes, I understand <laughs> the weather changes. Um, but you guys released an album in October 2017 called Canted Enough. What has been the response of the album? Um, what was it like for you releasing an album to the public? Well, I mean, I think this is really the first time we've kind of found our sound and we've planned, you know, for this year we'll be releasing singles. And it was sort of our last go at an EP. And we really wanted to put together a few songs that really represented where we are and where we are with our producer. Um, I think the big thing, you know, we're, we're with Tyler Smith, who has actually only worked rock and punk bands so it's like this experience has been totally new for him and totally new for us but we grew up together in ohio he lives in la now and he's in a band that just went on a world tour so he you know he's around the music constantly and he had said i feel like sometimes and you know he's from the outside looking in he's like country artists and new and upcoming artists get stuck in this bubble and they don't try anything new and they don't play with sound you know and I was like, oh, that's such an interesting concept. He's like, I, you know, I don't have a lot of skills in it, but what if we co-produce this album? And so that's what we did. We flew to L.A. and 
we stayed there for like a week. It was crazy. We got to get, I mean, every time that we weren't in the studio, we were like swimming. And so it was just such a relaxing experience. It was just so motivating to be out there and have like a change of scenery and bring these songs to life. So the response has been incredible. Um, I think it just really snapshots where we are and what you can expect from us in the future. That is great, Kate. And honestly, we want to just know where people can follow you on everything. So can you just give out your handles for all the platforms that you're on? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you can check out our music at www.katehasting.com. We're on Facebook. It's backslash Kate Hasting Band. We're on Instagram. It's at the Kate Hasting Band. And we're on Twitter, and it's at Kate Hasting. I mean, we'd love to follow you. We love responding back. And we love hearing what people think about the music or just anything else. And hey, guys. It's Brooke Alex on Music Like a Lady. So... Basically, for someone who's never heard your music before and, um, like, needs to just be like, what is she about? What, how would you describe your song or your music, and what song of yours would you give them to listen to? Um, so I'm actually currently in the process of recording a new single that will be out around April, May, and that's really the song that I think is going to be my breakout. This is Brooke Alex's sound song. Uh-huh. Um, Shattering Glass was definitely uh, a song that I wanted to put out because of everything that's going on right now with the political climate, and I just wanted to share support for women in music and just in general. Um, for example, I just started an all-female band um, that we've been gigging around Nashville with, and so basically I just wanted to let the world know that I support women in music and that I'm a pop singer with powerful vocal um, and hopefully everyone will stick around to hear what's next. Awesome. Well, I absolutely love your single, um, your recent single, Shadow Glass. I mean, it's so, so good. I mean, I, when I listen so to it, um, it's just, it's so connecting. Especially since Music Like the Lady is supporting female artists all over the chart. Um, it just, I feel like it's a very good song. So, can you tell us the inspiration behind the song and what was it like? by day and I noticed when I first started working there that the majority of the people that actually work there are female but the executive roles are all mostly taken by men um, and so that made me start thinking about that and of course you know, being in Nashville how in country music everyone is currently in a battle about how female artists aren't getting to shine as much um, and so I've been surrounded by just all those notions and I was in a co-write with Stephanie Bartlett, and I said to her, I really want to write a song uh, about about this topic specifically. Uh, and we just started writing, and I knew I wanted it to be an Anthony song, an Anthony ballad, so that I could really showcase my vocal range with it, because um, I didn't really have a song like that at the time. And this came out, and I'm, I was super excited about it, and uh, my friend reached out to me who wanted to produce some music for me, and he originally reached out about a different song, which we ended up, that'll be the next single, but um, this song, I went to him and I said, would you mind doing a second song with me, because I think this song is really important to get out right now. And he was like, for sure. And um, I loved the production he came up with for it. I think it suits it so well, and it's very um, Anthony powerful, and 
that sends home the message. I love that. And I think, especially with this political climate right now, like you said, um, it is difficult for women, uh, just to, to say the least, I guess, is is uh, what, you know, the climate that we're in, I guess it's just hard for female musicians, behind the scene females, like you said, you work at a record label, so you understand. I work in radio by day, and it's the same thing. Uh, the same exact uh-huh. thing. I am the only female on air talent. The other female is a receptionist. So there's that. Uh-huh. Um, so it's really hard. In Nashville, it's, it's I guess, being Music City, it's difficult. What would you say to a female, you know, 14, 15, 16, that wants to get into the music industry that's facing an uphill battle? What, would, what, what advice would you give her? I'd say keep pushing. Um, I did it. <laughs> you did it. Um, I think it's definitely possible to get into the industry that you want, um, as long as you just keep proving your worth and prove that um, you are meant to be there and that you can do it just as good as any guy there. I love that advice, especially because, I mean, Taylor Swift really paved the way for women in music in general. And then you got your Kelsey Ballerini, your Maren Morris uh, sort of powerhouse artist that have their unique qualities that make them stand out. What is something about you as an artist that makes you stand out and be unapologetically yourself? Dang. Um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess just that uh, I'm a go-getter. Um, I just moved to Nashville about eight months ago, and I feel like a lot of people have been like, how are you doing so many things and going around town and knowing all these people, and I think it's just putting yourself out there, and I know this is what I want to do, so I'm just giving it my all um and I think also obviously what goes along with it is my voice and that I think I can write super catchy hooks um pretty much if I start a song and I don't think the hook is catchy enough I'll fix that and um I think it's really important to have songs that people want to sing along to and like right away so I've always been a melody person for sure Awesome. So, what made you want to move to Nashville? You just mentioned that you moved here about eight months ago. Why didn't you decide to take the leap and go there? Totally. Um, well, I did college. I went to Elon University in North Carolina. And while I was there, I did internships in Nashville, L.A., and New York um, over the summer and semesters so that I could decide where I wanted to ultimately move to pursue music um, because I knew I wanted to do that. And I came to Nashville three summers ago and absolutely fell in love. And it was an easy pick of three for me. Um, and, of course, a reason that Nashville even came to my mind is Taylor Swift is my girl. Um, basically, I, growing up, did musical theater until about eighth grade. I lived right by New York City, so I used to go to the, into the city for auditions and things for musical theater and Broadway and types of things like that. Um, and then in eighth grade, I was kind of and I realized that I could write songs. I didn't have to sing show tunes. I could try and be on the radio sort of deal. Um, and so she really paved the way for me and obviously so many other girls out there. But um, obviously I did a bunch of projects on her in school and found out about Nashville for that. And then when I came here, I just, everything clicked. And I loved it so much. So I decided that this was the place I had to move. Brooke, did you say that you went That's to Elon? Yeah. And that is so, my sister-in-law went there. Oh, really? What a What's small name? world. Her what? name's Hannah Bergier. Mm, she I did. What year did she graduate? Uh, she just graduated, like, last year. Um, she did, like. Oh, that's when I graduated. <laughs> she did, uh, like, theater stuff. Like, she was a stage manager. Oh, 
Yeah, no, that's intense. what a small yeah. world. That is so, such a small world. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, I was like Elon. Yeah, I, I, I know Elon. that. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, people either people either know someone that was there, there or they've never heard of it before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's me. Like I've never heard of it before. <laughs> yeah, well, and I went there a couple times uh, two years ago. I visited there a couple times, and it's such a great college town uh the views and the the coffee shops around it was just adorable for sure oh yeah it was um actually was like number one most beautiful campus in the u.s which is actually how i found it online <laughs> hi this is avalon kaylee and you're listening to music like a lady so your single that you're pushing right now is called kitchen dance floor can you tell our listeners the inspiration behind the single and why did you guys choose to release the single off your upcoming EP? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was in a relationship where I felt like I had finally found what love is supposed to feel like. And we, when we were together, it was never about material things. It was never about things that we were doing, how we can, you know, impress or make each other happy through going on dates or, you know, the stereotypical things that couples will do. Um, but it was always about just being with each other and making dinner and dancing in the kitchen and enjoying each other's company. So I realized that I wanted to write a song that can express the true love that I felt like I finally had found. That's deep. That is so deep. I mean, you, you think about like relationships and what you go through and how difficult they can be, and that's a lot of the songs that we hear. Um, but this, the opposite side of when you find something that's really special and true, that those are some of the best songs. Oh, absolutely, and I feel like it's real, you know. And I, mm-hmm. I hope that um, I hope that my audience can listen to it and feel like, man, that is how I feel with my special someone, and. Um, you know, that all you want to do is be close to them and laugh and dance in the kitchen. And I love that, like, that metaphor of, or just, like, that real-life moment of dancing in the kitchen. Like, that is so, like, movie-esque, but, like, it actually is, (laughs) it happens. You know what I mean? Like, it's so, you see, you only see it in the movies, but for people to experience that is on another level of, wow, this is real life. Yeah, it was definitely an eye-opening moment for me when I just realized, like, wow, this is how I want to be looked at. This is how I want to be loved, and that is the important thing. Like, not all the, not flowers, not candy, not the movies. Like, the most important thing is feeling just loved in that moment with your person. Awesome. Well, when did you know that you wanted to be a musician and pursue a musical career? Uh, When I was 12 years old, I started writing songs. Um, I've been singing my whole life, and um, it's funny because I started playing guitar when I was seven, and ever since then, my parents would, you know, have to stop me from playing music and, you know, do your homework type of thing, and I just have always had this drive and passion to keep on learning instruments and um, 
working on my craft and I just fell in love with how music is such a universal language that it can connect with everybody in the world and that's so beautiful to me. So um, I decided to go to Belmont University to pursue um, a career in the music industry and I'm just going to keep on writing and trekking along and working on my career. And Avalon, you said that music is a universal language, and I think we can all agree on that. What is a song that really connect connected you to something or someone else? Like, do you remember a song that you, either your, one of your songs or somebody else's that really made you understand that music is a universal language? Yeah, um, honestly, there's just, James Taylor is a writer who I just really connect with. And all his music, um, I feel like you can listen to it on a sad day, a happy day, um, any way you're feeling. And I feel like that is and such a special talent. And um, But I also remember one song, it hit me, I think it was in high school, and it's by the Eli Young Band. It's called Even If It Breaks Your Heart. And it's just kind of about chasing your dreams and not being afraid of being who you are and following your passion. And it really set in with me how that is so true. Like, even if something does break your heart in the end, like, don't be afraid to chase it. I, yeah, I mean, that song, that song especially is like a heartbreaker. I mean, it literally is a heartbreaker because it's like we all give our 110% every day to live our truest self and to live our dreams out and sometimes people get scared and just settle for a life and that's okay because right. it's it's terrifying yeah i can agree more with that you know as um i'm 16 years old and i am you know i own my own magazine and i'm the co-host of music like a lady with cassie and everything mm-hmm. and you know following your dreams and um taking the next level into your career and especially stepping out of the zone, whether it's a songwriting and releasing your first single or taking the step and releasing your first episode of a podcast. I mean, there's so much emotion that go into it that you're just overwhelmed. Um, so what advice would you give females in the industry who are looking to um, start their career in the music industry? Advice I would give females is to not be afraid of what you want to do um have the confidence because you can do it um and embrace your talent embrace the fact of you are going to go through difficulties and you're going to you know hit a fork in the road where some people say no and some people say yes and um i think that as a female it can be intimidating a lot of the time um, especially in the genre that I'm in, um, country pop, um, you know, it's very male driven. Um, but just to know that your music is just as important, your talent is just as important, and to not be afraid to express what you love doing. Do you remember that moment that you decided to go all in for this? Because you said, we've talked a little bit about giving it your all and don't be afraid even if it, you know, breaks your heart, literally. Um, Or, like, giving that advice to females to keep with it and to stick it out. Do you remember that moment when you ultimately decided, okay, I'm going for it? Yeah, I was, um, oh, it was actually when I was 15. Um, I might have been 14. And I was 
just opening up at this event called Golfing Guitars, and I'm actually playing at it this year, too. Um, but it, this was my first big event, and I was opening up for um, a songwriter artist named Chris Roberts. And I never really got validation from somebody in the industry until this moment. And he just expressed to me that I had a talent and I had a voice and to keep pursuing music. And that's when I looked into Belmont University because I wanted to learn about the business side of things, not just performing. I guess just really talking to somebody who had done it for a living and giving me that encouragement. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Having that feeling up on stage with other musicians that have the same passion is just, there's no other feeling like it. So, I think that was my moment. I love that. Trevor, is there anything else you want to add to this? Yeah, so um, for our listeners who haven't heard you, um, I know you're gearing up for your first EP release here in March. Can you tell our listeners, um, you know, a little bit about that project and what they can expect? Yeah, um, I've been working on this project for a while. I finished it up at the end of summer 2017, and... It actually has a variety of songs, which I'm super stoked about. You're going to hear a little bit about love. You're going to hear a little bit about, you know, hurt. And you're going to hear about, you know, having the strength to not give up. And so, and it's just a different kind of feel. And I'm excited that it's not just one sound. So um, I really can't wait for y'all to listen to it. And uh Hit me up on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, and please let me know what you think. And I'm just so excited for this new chapter in my musical career. Facebook is just Avalon Kaylee, which is, you know, K-A-L-I. And Instagram is also Avalon Kaylee. Twitter is Avalon Kaylee Music. And those were some pretty awesome interviews. Follow us on Twitter, at Music Like a Lady, Instagram, at Music Like a Lady, and... What do you know? Facebook at Music Like a Lady. Until next time, season two is coming your way. I'm Cassie Lynn Wells. And I'm Trevor Perkins, and thank you all for listening.